Good morning, friends. It's so good to have you with us online this morning again. I think this is such a cool way to start a day. Look at a scripture, a few fresh insights, a challenge, and then off you go into the rest of the day. So I trust it'll be worth your while. I really appreciate you guys coming online day after day, week after week. This is good. I think a lot of Christians somehow believe that God isn't a spoil sport. And it's okay just to have some fun so that their, their mates, others don't really see them as a bunch of nerds and they're boring with all that boxed-in Christianity thing. After all, Jesus hung out with some pretty dodgy company, right? But now the obvious problem with that kind of attitude is that you may, the danger, that you may begin to sound and act and hang out and, and begin to look just like your Christian friends uh, and, 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 and there's really not much of a difference and the people look at you, well, you're kind of cool, you fit right in there, but is that really the influence you, you want to have? Um, with, with that attitude, I think that's the danger. You, you can blow any impact that you can and should have on your buddies uh, and and uh, with, with, with no real hint of, of Christianity as forming part of your conversation, um, how do we really, how should we be conducting ourselves, uh, our speech, our conduct, and, uh, the way that we act in front of our friends without having to be labeled as, as nerdy or, or, or just too much into this, this Jesus thing? Uh, I think Apostle Paul helps us here a great deal. And then the problem is, really, is the big question of all time, who's in charge? And, and there's a great verse, two verses actually, in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verses 19 and 20. Paul reminds us uh, that we are no longer in charge of ourselves. We, we don't run the show anymore. If we've given our lives to Christ, and we've been talking about uh, what it means to be a Christian, what is a Christian, how, what do we believe as Christians, and now this week, how we conduct ourselves as Christians. And when we settle on this issue, who's running the show, who's running my life, the rest of the stuff just follows the way I speak, the way I act with my mates, with Christian mates, with, with others, with my uh, non-Christian friends. Uh, there really shouldn't be any difference. And there must always be, and that's the difference with Christ, hanging out with publicans and sinners and tax collectors, of you, as you have read in the New Testament, no doubt. They didn't influence him. He was the one making a difference in those conversations, in those relationships. So listen to these words. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 and 20. It talks about us being a temple. This is a new temple concept. But really the essence of it, listen as I read, it reminds us that we are under new management. Paul writes and says, Don't you know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you? whom you have received from God. You are not your own. You were bought with a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. We had the privilege of, of living in Europe for some time and we took a road trip with some buddies um, to Rome, actually. And the awe-inspiring historical buildings, the, the Colosseum, and the, there's so many of them. But what blew my mind is, is uh, St. Peter's Square. And of course, that's where the Pope 
uh, he usually appears, it's right there on the fringe of the, of the Vatican City, uh, and as you walk into that square, which, as we did, it, it will happen to be a Sunday morning, and there was an unusually large crowd, I'll never forget it, I asked this one Italian guy, what's going on here today, and he just pointed to the platform, Papa, Papa, Papi, I said, what, Papi, Papa, and you won't believe it, uh, there, there appears the Pope. He only comes out about five or six times a year. And there we were, my young 14-year-old son, he can testify to the fact that he was 150 meters away from the Pope. But that's St. Peter's building, the architecture, in fact, right across Europe, the, the cathedrals, the, the beauty, the stained glass windows, the, it's just amazing. But Paul the Apostle is telling us in these verses, that God doesn't live there anymore. No matter how beautiful and magnificent buildings built for the glory and the worship of God, but God is not made, uh, confined to human temples, temples made by human hands. No, he reminds us that he indwells every true believer, every true Christian by his Holy Spirit. But here's the problem. He's there not just as resident, but as president. He needs to be in charge, and I submit myself to his control. Growing up in church, there were rules, of course, as kids in, in my day and age. Man, my mom was strict. We had to wear shoes on a Sunday. We weren't even allowed to go to, 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 to go out in bare, with bare feet. No swimming, no sport. Uh, there are a lot of rules, uh, and, and it, it was pretty stiff. I don't know if you remember the Sunday school song, So be careful, little hands, what you do. Careful, little lips, what you say. There's a father up above who's looking down in love, so be careful what you do. And you've got this picture of being confined. You step at a line and you're going to get nailed. Rules and rules. No, it's not like that. With the Holy Spirit uh, occupying, uh, really there to, to guide, to prompt, uh, and as we submit to him, he wants to control every area of our lives. I think, in fact, I know without a shadow of a doubt, that's exactly what uh, the Apostle Paul is saying in Ephesians 5.18. You know those words? Do not get drunk with wine. Don't put yourself, subject yourself under the influence of alcohol and lose control. But be filled with the Spirit. He's clearly saying it's a command and it's in the continuous presence. Continually submit yourselves to the control of the Holy Spirit. I don't know about you, but I hate, I really struggle with backseat drivers. I tell you what, my, my kids, all of them were professional drivers at the age of 13, 14, 15. But every time they said, Dad, why don't you go that way? Why don't you cut in there? What's the problem? Dad, you're driving too slow, too fast. I just give them the same response all through the years. I just say, you know what, my boy? Do you know why, my girl, I'm driving that way? Because I'm at the wheel. Whoever's at the wheel is in charge. That's what makes the difference. And when I submit my life, under the control of the Holy Spirit and I realize this body is the new dwelling place for the Holy Spirit not fancy buildings and churches he indwells but not just to be there 
to be in charge and to rule my life as I submit to Him. Don't be subject yourself to any other influence, alcohol or whatever, but submit to the control of the Holy Spirit. And when I do that, I, I find myself easier in the company of whether it's Christians or non-Christians uh, because I find a contentment in that. I find that I don't have to be running the show. I just submit to his control and he prompts and leads and guides. Sadly, however, we can resist him. We can quench him. We can cut him off and squash his work of the Spirit and sadly suffer the consequences. But when I do submit, when I don't do it in a good old Frank Sinatra style, I did it my way, man, there's consequences that comes with that kind of philosophy. So I want to urge you, submit yourselves to the, the Holy Spirit's control who lives you and dwells in you and, and wants to direct and control every area of your life as you give it over to him. I'm going to pray about that right now as you go into this day. May you know the prompting and that Holy Spirit, often the Holy Spirit speaks in still small voices. He doesn't shout. He just prompts and guides and puts us on the right path for our good. Let, let's pray about our submission to his control. Bow with me, would you? Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you have saved me, that I'm a child of God, that we are friends of God, and it's all because of the cross of Calvary. But Holy Spirit, we, we, we confess that at times we want to run our own lives and be in the driving seat. But thank you for the reminder from these precious verses that we've been reading again this morning, that, Lord, as we submit ourselves to your control, Holy Spirit of God, take over, take control, lead and direct, even as, uh, as we submit every area of our lives to you. That is our prayer, that is our goal, that is our desire. Would you control us, Lord, and have your way in our lives to your glory, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much, man. You have a great day out there.